Oh yeah, everybody. You've got the best podcast in the 815. This is Beyond the Cube. This is Bob. Along with me, as always, is my dude, my guy, Vince. Vincent, brother, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. Uh, I'm wondering how you're doing, though, man. I I appreciate it, homie. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know what the heck. I caught something, dude. Put me down for the count. Uh, man, it, uh, it, it, yeah, I'll spare the details. Um, <laughs> I will, you know, I, I, I was hideous yesterday. I will say that. Um, my left eye was swollen, dude. It was, it was super weird. I thought I had pink eye and, but then, you know, don't web MD anything because like, I seriously, I was like, well, there's no stuff on it. There's no like caking of nothing. So, and it doesn't really itch. I mean, it kind of does, but there's no, like, nothing there. It was just, it was running bad on Monday. So, I'm just thinking something either got irritated or whatever. And yeah, uh, it was just, it was, those, it was a, yeah. It's one of those where it's like, I have pink eye, strep throat, or I'm dying. Like, great. That's exactly, that's exactly right. I had all <laughs> of the above. And I, I miraculously recovered. Um, no, feeling, so, uh, feeling, feeling better today, for sure. Appreciate it. So you're kind of looking like a triple G after those uh, <laughs> fights. That <laughs> those were good fights. Those were good fights. That's that's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, hey, so I teased a special guest, and we do have a special guest, um, Vince, dude. Uh, he's one of he is like the Ivy Boy, pretty much. You know, there's the Ivy Girl and the Ivy Boy. Um, our buddy from the Ivy Boys. Chipper. Chipper, man, dude, how's it going, man? Good. I'm glad to hear that you're not dying. You know, <laughs> WebMD, I tell you what. Yeah, Vince is right. WebMD, it's simple. You have this or you're dying. And that's that's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's no middle ground. It's like, you'll be fine there, there in is... two days or there won't be two days left. So <laughs> <laughs> Very true. That's very true. I'm doing great, guys. I appreciate you letting me come on and uh, talk a little uh you know i guess we gotta talk cubs baseball a little bit and um you know whatever maybe a little oak island which i know we're all fascinated about so oh dude yes absolutely yeah i was just gonna say this is gonna be a really uh, uh pleasant surprise for um the ivy boy fans because every time i you know well when me and you talk obviously you know we got stuff that we're talking about, like for the website, for the podcast, all this, you know, the other things, you know, it's very kind of business and stuff. And obviously we're like, Hey, how's it going? Is everything going? All right, cool, cool. Um, this is going to be fun, dude, because it, it, I think a lot of people are going to see another side of you that, you know, another fandom that you have, you know, outside of your, your diehard love for the Cubs. Oh, absolutely. I, I am unbelievably obsessed with <laughs> the whole Oak Island thing, the whole Knights Templar. I've read multiple books on this. I've read, watched multiple documentaries, and of course, the show, The Curse of Oak Island. So. Man, gosh, see, so like, so yeah, dude, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I am a, a diehard fan of the show. Um, Vince knows I don't really like to read. Um, a lot of people at work know that I don't, you know, that reading is not my favorite thing to do. Um, so, dude, yeah, you 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 definitely got me up on that. We, we'll uh, we'll discuss that um, coming up. So, uh, so yeah. So, man, Vince, what's what's been going on with you lately? Uh, so 
really the most recent thing would be uh, tonight. Um, kind of got a message out of the blue from uh, one of my friends who actually lives like a few blocks down. And uh, he was asking if, uh, well, he was actually saying that uh, his son wanted my son to come over. And they're like only two days apart in age. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I was like, let's go over there. So uh, we went over there and those two were playing. And then uh, me and him were talking. And uh, he was telling me that he was having, like, he had an idea for like a board game. And then, uh, like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I had this idea. And then it's like, as I was putting it together, I was like, oh, it was like this exact board game. So then we were kind of like just talking about that. And, uh, yeah, so now I have a whole uh, Trello board dedicated to a new board game project with notes. Because as soon as we were talking about it at his house, it's like we're just coming around, coming up and throwing ideas around and. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, definitely a solid base already. And I'm like, all right. I was like, I think this might be another side, 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 side project. But <laughs> we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see how. No, I'm, I'm feeling really hopeful. Like, it sounds like it's going to be fun. And if it doesn't even go anywhere, at least it's something cool that it's like, you know, hey, I made this. And, like, my son and, like, my buddy and his son, like, we'll, we can at least, like, sit there and play this, you know. So That's cool. Absolutely, yeah. dude. So that was that's probably the biggest news, really. I mean, otherwise we're holding it together at work. Uh, yeah, we've been missing you. Uh, I really missed our uh, Oak Island talk today because um, <laughs> that's that's what Wednesdays are, man. Wednesdays yeah. are like on yeah. walk. It was like I remember still when it was just you and me, <laughs> and it's like we walk all the way down to like yeah, just down to the end of the street, and it's like man, it's like that episode last night. It's like <laughs> so, <laughs> some good stuff, man. So I'm definitely a uh, outsider looking in on this, but I feel like I've heard enough from Bob that I can kind of like hold my own on it. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> this nice. is going to be really interesting to see uh, exactly what you pick up. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so, uh, as far as for me, um, getting over, getting over the pneumonia, the, uh, whatever it is that, that I got, man, uh, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it was, it was nice to, to put in work today, you know, logged in from the house, um, and, uh, to be able to hop in and work was, was amazing. Um, I want to give crazy mad props to, uh, to, to my, my coworkers, uh, the people that I work with, um, man, you guys are like literally amazing. Um, uh, Jade, Josiah, Chrissy, um, you guys just are just awesome. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if, if it's, if it's, uh, uh, relayed to you guys enough, but you guys are awesome. You guys are great and wonderful. Um, but yeah, man, um, uh, it's so cool to to you know what I, I just miss working <laughs> when when <laughs> when I'm laid up like I just I hate it because I I don't like feeling useless I don't like you know I feel like you know I need to go check the email or, or I need to check you know t- tickets and see how things are coming in you know if if there's any fires and and then I think about like you being there and just like oh my god Vince <laughs> is, is probably so bogged down and everybody's probably coming to him for this and that and uh yeah dude it just it, it's it sucks kind of feeling that way man and uh 
was 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 uh, it was just great to to be able to talk to y'all and stuff and and also T two coming back from vacation also I hadn't talked to her and sent her some messages and she thought I was purposely avoiding her that was, was, was <laughs> um, oh man but, uh, the uh, yeah was it uh. One of our neighbors, uh, she's already come by probably about ten times in the last three days, and said that she misses <laughs> us. And it's like, it's like we've only been moved for like three days, and Bob's only been <laughs> sick for like three days. It's like this has not been a long time. So, so oh, and we we did partially decorate your desk. Well, I put up the Cubs way sign because right. uh, you know because I mean I had to have you represent still. And Appreciate then, it. Uh, and the uh, what was it the ukulele is up as well as your uh, Mr. Potato Head Bears guy, like those are okay. all up. So otherwise, you still have a box to unpack. And I, yeah, I was like, I'm not doing the rest of this. It's <laughs> <was> like you <laughs> just need to get the cup stuff up just so that, uh, yeah, so that uh, it, the territory is now completely staked out. So gotcha. uh, yeah. you already know. Yeah, it, there's man. no, there's no more uh, Sox fans in that aisle. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's right. Yep, that's right. He's over. He's over in our aisle now, and uh, he hasn't even unpacked his stuff. Somehow he had three boxes of stuff. I'm like, what is even going oh, on? Geez. I don't even know. But it, yeah. but it's just sitting there in his cube, just like whatever. So. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. How about uh? So what about you, Chipper? I mean, there's there's been quite a few things to kind of look forward to and stuff. What what of uh? What do you got going on? Oh, you know, just normal day in and day out, thirty three year old stuff. Oh, Baby's yeah. been sick. Uh, uh, still is. It uh, she's a little bit over one and a half years old, and this is one of her. This is really her first big, like cold. Sickness wise, she had an earache like last uh, mm-hmm. month, but like this is this is like the biggest one sickness she's had yet. And it's just you, you guys, you know how it is, you know, they yeah, you don't get any sleep when they're sick, you don't, you know, yeah. everybody's crabby, you, you're ready <laughs> to drink a 12 pack every night once she goes to sleep, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, things like that. But you know, that's just basically how I am in this, you know. This offseason's not helping with anything when it comes to baseball, but, you know, it is what <sighs> it is. You know, um, I, I did tell Vince, you know, that, uh, that that tweet that I don't know if – I can't remember how it went down uh, this afternoon, but um, <laughs> it was something about, like, okay, well, it definitely sounds like Harper is almost willing to take a really short contract with, the, you know, with a high average uh, value. Um why don't we just sign them, win the World Series, and, you know, we'll figure it out later or whatever. I mean, uh, like, I, I told Vince, I was like, yeah, it's going to be an Oak Island podcast. However, if Harper, if the news happens to break, you know, while we're recording, you already know what the business is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then, I mean, also, what? So, you uh, Darvish, his first game back yesterday, you know? Like, I mean... Although, what was that? Only like an inning and a half or something like that? Well, and that's okay. And it, it was very promising. I mean, the guy hasn't pitched since, what, May? Yeah, and that's true. He, um, he was hitting 95 uh, with his fastball. He even said that his he had hard control off his uh, breaking ball. So, And that's why he was walking a lot of people. He had four walks and an inning and a third. So mm. it, it's his first spring start. I uh, 
I don't get excited about anything when it comes to spring training. Uh, <laughs> you know, like last year, I think everybody was getting excited for Ian Happ because he just kept yeah. hitting home runs and all that fun stuff. How'd that work out? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's spring training. It's just people are trying to get in their grooves. They're trying to find themselves getting into season form. And it, it just nothing matters when it comes to spring training. I, you just want the guys to get the work in, and that's what I'm looking for with you, Darvish. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, it, it, uh, um, it, you know, for, for him being out and, and recovering from, you know, his, uh, surgery, you know, surgery and whatnot and injury and stuff, um, yeah, dude, I mean, it, it was, it was, I feel like you can't really ask for too much more than that. Um, so, yeah, so another recent happening, fellas. You know, we we've we definitely kind of talked about it. You know, Vince is, was nostalgic about you know Wednesdays, which you know is is for Vincent. You know, our discussion is writing group, um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and also it's probably really. I always feel like I gotta really discuss O'Connor with Vince. <laughs> so <laughs> so Chipper, um, yeah. So you you're saying you know you've read books and stuff. Um, so you're going to have to, you know, uh, uh, you know, share the knowledge of wealth that you have regarding oh. this, because, you know, um, you know, Vince, Vince's, I don't think Vince, you haven't seen an episode hmm. yet. Is that correct? I have actually seen bits and pieces of episodes like because well, I know that you would text me when there were uh, <laughs> when they had the marathons on, like on the weekends. Yep. 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 And I mean, just to, I mean, for real, it's like just out of like, uh, I don't know, brohood, I guess. Like, I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, I know what I'm turning on for about the next half hour. So, so, <laughs> my dude, my dude. So, yeah, so, so basically, you know, uh, the, the way how, how the story breaks down, you know, um, Chipper definitely jump in if, if I'm missing, um, you know, facts and whatnot, is that, <laughs> Um, there was these three guys, three, three, what, like three teenagers, kind of, I believe they were young adults, um, were out in, you know, no, first of all, uh, the island is in, uh, in Nova Scotia. Um, and, and so they're, they're out on the coast and they're seeing these lights that are coming from the island. And, uh, you know, so they row out there and when they get there to where the location of these lights supposedly were flickering at, um, they see like an indentation in the ground. So, and I believe they kind of looked up and supposedly there was a story that there was a pulley up as well too above this indentation. So that led them really to speculate that, man, there's got to be something, something here. You know, the ground was disturbed. So, so they, they, you know, the, the next process is they start to dig. So they get to the point where, you know, they're, they're, they're digging down and they hit like a platform. And so they kind of break through it. They dig down a little bit further and they hit another platform, and what they're noticing is is that these platforms are are you know they are coming out about like 10, 10 feet apart. And eventually, once they get to ninety feet, not only do they hit the, a platform, but they also find like this rock. And um, this rock was in the center of this platform, and there was like this like this inscription that was on the rock, and um, you know it, it wasn't in English, it wasn't in French, it wasn't in any sort of language, is, is the way how the story is. And so, um, you know, so I believe from here they remove the rock and take it out, but once the rock was removed, 
something happened and all of a sudden you get all this this water coming in from who knows where and it's flooding this tunnel the shaft that basically that that they've uh, uh they've they've dug down into so um totally you know spoils the whole entire digging <laughs> so that's that it was booby trapped that was it and uh and then from there on basically it's the treasure hunt you know it's the story it gets spread around it's it's you know um uh that's you know that's kind of what what got me hooked onto it so so my story is is that you know um i remember hearing this when this kind of came out and i was like come on are you serious like first of all i kind of thought that the story sounded kind of fake really and i was like you know really like the you know the treasure okay you know how are they going to make a show out of this and um i can't remember what show it was but we were over at a friend's house and it Oak Island just happened to be on. And I want to say it had to be like around like season three or four. I mean, it was a couple of seasons in and um, I was captivated by it, just the story. <laughs> and, and, and I don't even, and honestly, I can't even really tell you like what exactly it was at the time that was happening, but there was something just about like, uh, about the, these brothers, you know, there's, there's two brothers that, that are on this Island that, that pretty much like had, Really, one of them. Well, I mean, there's a whole like you know group of them, pretty much. Um, uh, but uh, um, but yeah, no. So um, with these brothers, you know, I, I, there's something about this story that just I don't know what it did. Like, but I was hooked, and like immediately from there, like I went to go check out. Like I think it was like on Hulu or something like that. Boom, done. Marathoned everything. <laughs> I couldn't stop. Could not stop. I mean, that, that so Oak Island probably. When it comes to watching and binging television shows, like I don't, I feel like I don't really watch TV or movies a whole lot anymore. We're, you know, just busy. <laughs> I want to be, yeah. I want to be, I want to be doing something. I want to be creating something. Uh, I want to be working on something. So I, I, I feel like I don't really watch a whole lot of TV like how I used to. But, but Vince can attest to this, and I think probably even Chipper can too. Tuesday nights, like you could probably get a hold of me, but I'm not working. <laughs> like, like Tuesday night is, is dedicated, especially at eight o'clock, you know, if it's a good night, it's from eight until 10, but usually it's from eight until nine. Cause it's only an hour long. Um, it's, it's dedicated to Oak Island, man. Like I, 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 I am totally obsessed with this show. This is like, you know, and, and just this whole progress of where they're even at right now. Like, Thinking about when I first started binging and watching it and stuff like, you know, what they've actually done to one of the areas of the island is just like, is crazy. And like, and, and even like watching it on TV currently right now, I feel like Chipper could probably definitely vow for this. Like, you know, I feel like we, we still don't really like grasp like the, just how big, you know, this, this area of land that they're basically you know, that they're digging through. Um, yeah, man, the, I, yeah, I just, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, it was when I, I started watching the show. I heard about it when I was watching, I think ice road truckers or something stupid like that on the history channel uh, when it first came out. So I, I've been watching since day one, I had heard about Oak Island and the money pit, uh, a little bit before the show started, because I've always been fascinated with religious artifacts and it just, and you, you can't talk about religious artifacts, main ones like the Holy Grail and the Ark of the Covenant and stuff like that 
without even mentioning Oak Island. If, if you right. don't, you're not doing yourself, a, you're, you're not justifying the legend of those artifacts. And so I'd heard about it. And so I was intrigued about that. You know, what are they going to, what is this show going to be about? And it's just that a couple things that bother me though. And you, you said it, Bob, in the beginning, and I, the show really is the only place that I've, I've heard this about those lights that draw drew Daniel McGinnis. And uh, I think it was his brothers um, to Oak Island. Um, I, like I said, the show's pretty much the only place I've heard the thing about the lights uh, with the, the, everything else I've read uh, and seen. What drew them was the fact that there was an Island. What how's wait, how's the line go? There's an Island in the North Atlantic. Um, <laughs> it's covered in, uh, <laughs> it's covered in Oak trees, which are not natural for Nova Scotia. And that's what drew him because Daniel McGinnis was looking for a place to uh, start a farm. And they came upon this indention in the ground. And that's what got them. And there was something hanging in a tree. And that's what kind of got them to start digging right underneath the thing that was hanging in the tree. And mm-hmm. so, and that's where they, you know, that's where the money pit was, was born. And they, they started digging. And like you said, every 10 feet, they hit the oak planks. And they would find something every single time. There, I think they found gold chains at one point. And I think they found, there's, there's, they, they believe that they found coconut fiber at another right. point, which, which coconut fiber and Oak Island in the in northern uh, Atlantic and Nova Scotia does not exist. Absolutely. That was brought to the island. And then so on and so on and down to the 90-foot stone, which, you know, it was like you said, it was inscripted in not, not any known language. It was more like hieroglyphic kind of thing. Um, they were saying that they, they ended up getting it um, – figuring out what it said and it said uh, I have it right here in front of me and now I lost it <laughs> um, 10 feet below 2 million pounds which of course if you know uh, Great Britain England uh, deal in pounds and that's of course mm. you know, their money so that's where that, that, that so people they move the stone and by moving the stone it set off the booby trap somehow and that, and then it was filled with seawater, like you said, and it was seawater, which also is extremely fascinating. And the, the the treasure hunt just started right there, and it just, I mean, for people who don't know how big this treasure hunt is, future president at the time, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, was involved in the treasure hunt at one point. That's how big this thing is. That's how much people believe that there's something up with Oak Island. And it just, it's unbelievably fascinating. I love every single minute of it. The show is just, it's so great and it gets you hooked. And then every single time an episode ends, you feel a little disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) So I I know I've heard that on almost... A lot of the walks, really. Like it's like, all right, it's like next week. Next week is the week. I know this is gonna happen. It's like it's they're so gonna true. find, and that 
Actually, yeah. How long have we been working together? Like a year and a half. <laughs> it's been about yeah. <laughs> and it's true, and it's true. You, I love the hope though, and the enthusiasm. You know, like I like it. I like that. You know how it's like. Yeah. I mean, oh, except for the re- the recap weeks. I know oh, those are just oh God, disappointing those all are around. So. <laughs> Absolutely agonizing. Like I could give. I've watched every episode of this show. I know what's happened. I don't need a recap. I, that's. I always found that kind of like weird too. Why they would do like recaps? It's like you know, if someone's watching the show, it's like they're you know, like this is just filler. Like this is just uh, Dragon Ball or Naruto filler. Like. <laughs> oh, it's like if you if you haven't watched the last you know six weeks or whatever, it's like here's what happened. It's like, but you're watching the show, so you probably have. I don't, I don't, I don't, I do not get the right recap episodes. That is something that is like that still baffles me. Like, and I think I've did, I think I've like talked about that before. It's like, why would they recap it? It's like, like they're getting new viewers now. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> I mean, we I, live in a day and age when you can go on to Hulu or anything like that and watch the show to catch up. We don't need to recap in the middle of the season. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that, was, that was extremely painful. Ah, that, was, that, that recap was, was very painful. <laughs> so I, I, could, I, could, I could kind of get that with, uh, oh man, uh, what's that? Uh, I can't think of the show with the Alaskan uh, crab fishers. Um, oh, deadliest, deadliest catch. catch! Yeah, yes, Back deadliest right catch. There. I kind of get that because then it's like, oh, it's like they kind of act like it's like a competition between them all, you know? Where it's like, oh, it's like here's how the money stacks up, you know, and how it got there. It's like I, I don't know. Like, has anyone? So, of the people who have like who are on there and digging, have they like actually made any money other than from the show with like artifacts and such, or no? Well, here's so, the thing. They're not going to make any money. They're not. They're not going to make it money from the artifacts because those artifacts are protected by Canada and Nova Scotia. The government is very strict about what comes out of the ground in Canada enough that everything that comes out, you have to get so many permits. You have to have an archaeologist on site and you have to, everything that comes out of the ground is basically the property of Canada. Okay, so it so it's almost I don't know. I guess it's almost kind of like a bounty then, maybe that they yeah, may get, you know, that, like yeah, a bonus. I would say so. Yeah, uh, I mean they're doing it to find. I mean, you know, they there's been so many men and women who have, you know, dedicated their lives to figure out what is up with Oak Island, and these guys, the Lagina brothers, feel like that they owe them justice to actually figure it out truth it's <laughs> chipper it's it's funny the more that we talk about this the more that i kind of feel like you know being a fan of oak island really really relates very much to kind of being a cubs fan <laughs> it's it's <laughs> like that it's like that dedication it's that hope and it's like you know uh um <laughs> you know you, you got the the old timer that's that's there and an old frank nolan that just passed and it's well, like, man, yeah. you just you just want it for them. <laughs> it's like you just want it for them to see this because I mean, you know, the guy that the, uh, uh, Mr. Blankenship that's that's lived on yeah, the island, what they say for like, you know, for more than fifty years now, I think, and and just has pretty much dedicated his life 
just to, to that island and and the search and, and the development and stuff of of, of and finding you know the, the, just their beliefs about it like i mean you know i i it's it's out of it's it's it blows my mind it, it just truly does and like you know especially now so so let's go ahead and, and like talk about like some of some of the things that that has happened like in this previous in, in this current season right now so you know to, to totally catch us up to date you know there there's a money pit area um, and um, the Lagina brothers in the Money Pit area did a bunch of really cool, you know, as far as like uh, trying to to map the underground of the uh, the Money Pit area and to really kind of pinpoint and locate an actual underground map, so that way they're not necessarily just like taking blind shots to try to like you know oh we're just gonna you know put a borehole here and you know hopefully it you know something's here like i mean you know they're looking at the maps and, and the things that were documented but like you know like they just recently said in this past episode like i mean with all the the, the searchers that are there like i mean they were more worried about the treasure search more than documenting what they're doing you know um mm. and so and so specifically in this money pit area um you know the, I, I really feel like they the way how they 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 thought about trying to get some data to figure out what's underneath just was was awesome it was so cool and it made total sense like you know you like it was basically like a grid that they made on this on this area where the money pit was at and so you know you can there was this company in in canada that would put these charges down these like i can't remember how many feet down they they dug these holes but they they put these holes down in the ground you know so many feet and you could charge off these explosives and the, based off of like the radar and, and, and the, the sound waves mm. and stuff, it would pick up and, and it was it was you know the idea was that it was going to be able to give you basically like a map like just off of this information you, you should be able to determine like the layout of what's around in this area like so many feet beneath from where the shocks are, are even or even going. Um, so you know it, it, they go back and and you know, um, they start putting in, in, in this, the, you know, well, really what they did with the borehole is they, they were like, man, we're, we're right on it. <laughs> everything with all the diff, like exploration and stuff that, that they've done, like they've, they've, get, they've been getting back really good stuff. And, uh, um, you know, from the last season, they put a, a borehole in this one uh, particular area called H8. And, uh, um, and yeah, they, they just... Uh, what it sounds like had happened, like they, they were pulling just amazing things out from this area. <laughs> they were pulling like bones. They were pulling like pottery. They were pulling like parchment and and book binding oh, stuff. Wow. Like all this stuff right. that that's like 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 Chipper. How many feet down below? Um, I think they were at one fifty or one thirty, something like that. Something, Which, I mean, they're so far down that it doesn't make sense. It, there's no way. It, it, yeah. it, like, there's, there's, no, there's way. no way. There's no possible. Like, I mean, how how does how does that stuff just happen to get there? I mean, and yeah. So so obviously they, they take all this all this stuff and and they get they they're doing testing. They're doing everything legit. And um, yeah, so it, it comes back that that they did find two bone two bones in this in this area. Um, you know, so many feet down below um, and. Not only like they were able to determine the descent of the of the people that had passed, who they, you know who the blow, the bones belonged to, 
um, and determined that they were both, they were two different people also as well, too. It wasn't just the same person, like, that they pulled these bones from. And, uh, uh-huh. um, yeah, dude, I mean, it's, it's just, it's like, all that stuff is so captivating. <laughs> and, uh, um, just in, in that area alone. And that's like, the, the thing that is just truly mind-blowing is like, it's not really just that area. <laughs> there's there's right. so many other things that are like, why? And I mean, it, it just, it can't be just an anomaly. Like, you know, um, so the whole thing with, with the money pit area being flooded, that leads to, you know, where, where's the water coming from? And so um, basically uh, Dan Blankenship had, had, you know, at one time he built a coffer dam built of earth and, and you know, and uh, uh, was able to kind of get some area exposed in this one cove that that's off of you know relatively. Uh, what well, I can't remember what what direction it's it is. From the money cove. It's off the eastern okay. cove. Perfect. Yeah. So um, so he's you know th- that's where he's you know he's he's uh, uh, excavating and stuff and uh, um, finds this big structure and, and and basically this is the area where it was. I, I can't remember what year or who had said that there's you know five box drains, but. There was some uh, um, uh, hunters there that, that was able to find these box drains and, and said that there was five of them. It was buried under coconut fiber and stuff, and it's just like all this stuff that's like that's that's crazy. <laughs> like like I mean, okay, so so that's how you're getting the water into this area. You know, it it stands to reason that if you could follow these like drains, then you should you know have the direction of where this money pit area is at. So it, and then like. <laughs> like where they're at right now, so Chipper, I, I just I'm curious to hear your your thoughts on this. They they get these planks and they they bury them 27 feet into the ground. So now they have like a watertight area, so they can seriously go and this whole entire area. Like I said, I'm not sure. What, do you happen to know what the actual radius or what how, how much um, you know uh, area they were able to? section off uh for a coffer off off for smith's cove no but i man i i don't know the exact but i would say that it's probably close to a football field i it's gotta be oh it's gotta be it has to be i, I mean i feel like it and i'm not I, talking I, about i'm not even talking about the pad where the crane and all that sat i'm just talking about the area that they've dug out i yeah. it's gotta be at least a football field at least at least oh geez Length so like whip. Like twenty seven. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was like that big, man. I was thinking like, uh, dude. I I guess when they do like, I guess when they do like excavations, it's like they take that serious, and it's like that goes deep. Well, with with something like this, you have to because you don't know where anything is. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like you have no idea what you're about to just find out. Dan Blankenship, when he uh, did his. He came up with this U-shaped object that had Roman noodle numerals on this that was made of wood, and uh, and then hmm. the high tide came in, ruined his dam, and that was the end of that. And um, they, when they did theirs, they they discovered that U-shaped thing again, and they discovered more logs with Roman numerals on it. And it, uh, excuse me, and it, uh, and, and they they discovered a slipway. Um, they, there's a stone wall, and it, they, they believe they found the beginning of one of the box drains. Um, it's very hard to tell. I, I don't know if they're reaching on this one or, you know, because, yeah, you know, yeah. watching this, part of you have to remember that it's, it is TV. 
and yep. they have to intrigue you somehow. And so I'm not saying that it's all a hoax or anything like that, but you have to take it with a grain of salt that uh, like, like with this box strain that they say they found, I, I don't see it. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. don't. Um, it's like earlier in the season, they, they had uh, when Dan Blanket they were showing Dan Blankenship's video when he put a camera down one of his holes and yep. they were showing like the outlines of boxes and humans and stuff like that. And I'm like, I oh, geez, that's not there. <laughs> I don't see that at all. So, you know, it's, it, it is TV, but you know, it, it is real. And so, but they've, they've discovered so much in Smith's Cove that it's, it, it definitely has, um, it gave you more questions and answers. Than, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know. Absolutely. <laughs> It's just absolutely. it's absolutely interesting that and the preview for next week's episode. Yeah. Are we gonna talk yeah. about the red dye? I've always <laughs> been fascinated. When they first decided to do the dye test, I think it was two seasons ago. Um I always loved that idea because that what a great indication to find out where the water is coming from is absolutely. if you see the dye somewhere else. And hmm. next week episode is really, really interesting because the part where they think the water's coming in from is dug up now. Right. Exactly. There's still water in the ground. And so there's no water in Smith's Cove anymore. There's water in the ground. So at some point, that water is still seeping up into where they've dug in Smith's Cove. So if there is going to be any dye, you're going to see it trickling out of the holes in Smith's Cove. Yep, hmm. yep, yep. Yeah, I, I um I agree, man. I'm I'm super well I'm I'm always on pins and needles. I'm I'm a sucker for it. Every everything like whenever they're showing the teasers and stuff for the next episode, I'm like, Yes, this is it, yeah. we're getting answers. <laughs> and <laughs> it seems like we just have more questions. <laughs> yeah, and then a cave in happens and then what? Oh yeah. And then and then now it's it's yeah, are we gonna be able to continue? Are you like are you kidding me? You kidding me right now? Yes, we're going to continue. <laughs> we got it. We got to continue. They're pretty <laughs> sure that HA is the money pit. They're they're really really strongly believe that that they've actually hit it, and it's it's so hard to tell because Robert Dunfell, yeah, he, uh, he pretty much destroyed anything that you know he destroyed the whole area because he he did what any normal person would do. Well. They say there's a treasure, so I'm going to dig. And yep. he dug. Mm. He dug, and he destroyed the whole area. Nothing's yeah. the same it was like it was mapped out with, uh, uh, you know, anybody besides Blankenship. Because Blankenship right. came after Dunfell. And, yep. I mean, rest stalls, the, uh, the chapels. I mean, it just, nothing is the same from what William Chapel did. You, like, you didn't know because the maps weren't accurate anymore. Right, exactly. Exactly. So we we, so, we cursed the, the Dunfells, Vince. We we we're not happy with the Dunfells. <laughs> no, we're not happy the way he did it, but I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, any normal person is gonna be like, Well, I mean, there's a treasure here, I'm just gonna dig. I'm gonna dig all over. <laughs> we're just <laughs> what, yeah. right? Yep, yep. yep. I, 
I don't know. I would hope that some people would take kind of like a more like uh, calculated like look at it and be like, you know, it's like maybe I don't want to ruin what might be under here. It's like, how about if I, you know, try and plan this out? Like, I would hope that someone would do that. Like, I guess. So also, do you think that? um, Okay, so do either of you follow like, I guess, these guys like on social media much too or no? No, I don't because I feel like they're just going to tweet about the show and stuff like that and just post about that stuff. I don't think it's going to be anything like up to date or, any, you know, all that stuff. Oh, okay. Because that was, that was what I was thinking. I was like, and especially like when we were kind of talking about this like earlier too, like, I'm like, man, I'm like, if I was like, what if they actually find something? It's like, would they break it on like Twitter or would they break it on Facebook first? And then it's kind of like, oh, it's like, but you'll have to wait till next season to see, you know, that we've like uncovered the treasure kind of stuff, you know. It's you it's know, a little it's, bit frustrating because I, I I'd say like Vince, so so okay, so we discussed and I was like, oh, cool, don't worry about it, bro, I got you. I'm gonna find some stuff for you and I'll I'll you know send it over. I'll put it and update it on our our Trello board. So it's it's extremely frustrating, man, because like if you really go and start googling and searching for like updates on oak island they're like they are at a very like they're at a minimum man like it's really really strange like even like so i've even gotten i'm so obsessed like i've even got to the point where i go and google map it just to see like any updates that are happening in smith's (laughs) cove and like nothing there's literally it's it looks like how it did like three seasons ago and it's it's beyond frustrating to me like that part of it like like i that's that's the only thing that really like kind of gets me upset because just like how you said, so like, let's just say like they're, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I don't even, I can't even imagine what kind of weather they're having in, in Nova Scotia right now. Um, can, you know, cause I feel like what we got right now is just absolutely terrible, but, uh, yeah. um, but um, you know, I, and so it definitely, you know, you don't ever see these guys, you know, um, searching and digging in winter, obviously, you know, snow, ice, you know, the, the, the ground freezes, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But um but it does really make me wonder, like, you know, I mean, it, I, I don't, if if it's me, like, I'm, I'm up there, like, the second that it's, like, warm enough to to get there, and I'm sticking around until, like, I absolutely, like, have to pack it up and go. And if if I did find something, like, you know, just like how you said, like, do does it break? I mean, I feel like it has to with, like, some of the things that, that they are, like, possibly talking about that could be buried down below, like, I feel like it truly just like there's no way that you sit on that and like force people to like wait, you know, next next year <laughs> to find out that <laughs> William Shakespeare's lost manuscripts are buried in Nova Scotia. <laughs> like, I mean, like you, you don't do that. You know, you, you don't tell people that, hey, the Ark of the Covenant is down, you know, buried in, in Smith's Cove. But guess what? You're going to have to wait two seasons. You have to go through two recaps. That's that's some BS, man. I don't feel like you can do that. Well, and, you know, we live in 2019. And like you said, if you go Google and search, they're very careful about what they're putting out there. And I get that. But it's 2019. Um, if, if they find some form of, let's say, religious artifacts, um, I don't think, personally, I don't think they have any right. If they find a religious artifacts, I don't think they have any right to keep it a secret. Because those clearly are not theirs. They found them. I get it, but mm-hmm. those belong somewhere else to something, somebody else. 
and it's not their right to hide that for a TV show. Um, I mean, if yeah, like the museums it, would most likely, I mean, yeah, I'd almost well, think yeah, like I the mean, museum or it, someone yeah. would break. Like you know, it's like we now have this. You know, right? Um, even if it's the uh, you know uh, the. the um, not even the Ark of the Covenant or something like that, but just something other, some religious artifact. It, it, yeah. There's no way a museum doesn't announce that right away. There's no way. How- now, if we're talking about just treasure, let's say uh, another theory, of course, was Spanish treasure or, or pirate treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see them holding that off because, yeah. I mean, it's treasure. It's not. I mean, it's significant, but it's not hugely it's, significant. You know what I mean? Uh, right. It's yeah. not. It's not Ark of the Covenant significant. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Same and the same way with the lost manuscripts of William Shakespeare. Nobody is thirsting for that. You know, there. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, cool. I don't know. There <laughs> might be some who. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I'm sure there's some, but you know what? They're not listings right now, so that's very. Right, you know, I think they're weird, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, I, so I can see them holding off on that. It's just, it just depends what they find. That I think, and if we don't hear anything, I mean, there's a really good chance they don't find anything. <laughs> yeah, true. And if nothing leaks. That means there, there's a good chance that there's nothing there. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't say that. I have that. a theory about that. <laughs> so, there was an old uh, slave, William Ball, right? Right. That was his name. Yeah, William Ball. Yep. And he uh, he fought for the British in the Revolutionary War and won his freedom. And he moved to Nova Scotia and he into Oak Island, exactly. And he bought one plot of land on Oak Island, a piece of land. And he was poor. I mean, we're talking a former slave here, given basically next to nothing for fighting for the British. Moved there. And when he died, he was one of the richest men in, men in Canada. How is that possible? My, uh, my guess is that he found something. Hmm. He had to. He had to. There, there are stories that he would pay for stuff with gold coins. Um, I'm not saying that he found the full treasure because uh, I don't, I don't believe the treasure is pirate treasure. I don't believe it's Spanish treasure. Hmm. Um, I do believe that it was planted there by the Knights Templar. Uh, so most likely, most likely what he found was actually pirate treasure, uh, from pirates who had heard the story that the Knights Templar had hidden treasure on Oak Island, and they decided that, well, if it's good enough for the Knights Templar to hide their treasure there, we're going to hide our treasure here. And they put it on the opposite side of where the Templar's treasure is, and that's what he found. Hmm. Dude, Vince, Mm. so there are so (laughs) many theories about Oak Island, like, legit. Like, so, um, yeah, um, you know, so where where uh, um, uh, where Mr. Ball lived was, yeah, on the total opposite end of the island as compared to where the money pit was at. But like that, that's that's the crazy thing is, is that like you know originally you know, like for 
as many seasons until just recently, they really only had access to only like certain parts of the island. Like they didn't really, they weren't really able, capable of, of searching, you know, other, other parts of the island, either due to, you know, ownerships or, or whatever. Um, this year though, they, um, they, they do have access to a lot of it. They got a lot of stuff uh, cleaned up and it, okay. So, so there was, there was an episode this season where, um, you know, so one of my, one of my favorite guys on Oak Island is Gary Drayton. He uh, he's got the metal detector, yes. and uh, I think yeah, is, is, is he is he Australian? I'm not sure what. what no, he's, he's British. He's British. Oh, he's British. Okay, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's British. So he he's got he's 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 like the metal detection expert, and this dude, him and Rick, last season. Let's I mean, just going back really quick found like one of the most insane craziest things on oak island like you know we're talking about like bones and like parchment and and uh pottery like so far down below the surface well last season they were in the smith cove area and just was happened to swing the metal detector around and they just stumbled on a cross <laughs> and a and uh, cross. Um, a lead cross yeah exactly a lead cross and has it's it's very reminiscent to um, some uh, carvings that were was in a Templar prison in France. Um, uh, Rick and, and uh, his nephews went um, actually I think that season actually to, to France to kind of go and investigate this area, and um, like I said, like th they find like this like this cross. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the dude is crazy. So, anyways, yeah. back, you know, rewinding. So back back to where we're at now. So, um, yeah. So he's in this area, and he's just kind of just you know going through you know some areas that they've never really been before, and like it's almost like they stumbled upon like like a. I think they originally had said that maybe it might have been like a hut because they were finding a bunch of like British soldier like kind of like they were finding like these like were like these little the, the balls like they used to put in the muskets they found like you know british like mm. soldier buttons for their uniforms um they found a lot of things that, that that would definitely lead you to speculate that like the british troops had had to set up some sort of camp there because it was in, in a good decent radius where it was at but anyways um while they're kind of there looking around like they, yeah they, they found like this area but they also found like it wasn't this season. I can't remember where, but this was like around the area where they found like the nameplate of of William Ball, like on something. Like it's something that yes. they have in their in their like in their um. So they have like the, this. I don't even know what you call it. It's not like a welcome center, um, just like an exhibit basically that they have at the island now, where you can kind of go and 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 you know check out you know what they found and there's all these different like the, the, there's like the 90 foot rock stuff and yeah so there, there's everything that they pretty much found right. and they have it they have it there like in this area man like it's it's like it's it's crazy to think that that uh um that he he had found that treasure but trying to go back to this here and with the mcginnis family and stuff so chipper do you remember um I can't remember what the theory is, but I think it has to do with 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 uh, Captain Kidd, and like they so the Laginas found that somebody had something that they wanted to see, and I can't remember if it was in Nova Scotia or if it was like further inland, but it was basically like a treasure chest, and um, it, it had some original stuff that was inside there, but it also had the key ring, and so the, yes. the story was supposedly that. One key unlocked that chest, but 
it made it seem like there were other chests that were also buried just on the island as well, too. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, and that that he was a descendant of Captain Kidd himself. Yeah, is, is what it is. Um, he, uh, yeah, that that, yeah, there was there was that one key, and I want to say there were three other keys on the key chain itself with a set of keys. And like you said, that one key opened that chest that the guy had. Well, you know, where what what about those other chests? Now the thing about that. That all, Captain Kidd and William Ball, all you know, that's the treasure that William Ball very well could have found was Captain Kidd's. Um, and you know, when you find a chest, if you don't have the key, you're going to do anything that you can think of to open that chest, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you don't have the key. So who cares? So, you know, it, it's a very, very high possibility that that's what he found was Captain Kidd's treasure. Which, like I said, I. I believe I lean more towards that because I do believe the main treasure, or at least not even the main treasure, the whole booby traps, even if there isn't a treasure, even though I do believe there is, uh, the booby trap itself what is Templar. Because there's people who believe that Oak Island is set up to hide the actual, to be a diversion from the actual treasure. Hmm. Mm. Like, like it, it could be more inland. There's a, uh, there's a town... Um, and north is it north? Yeah, north northwest of Oak Island, and it actually lines up perfectly. Uh, it's called New Ross, and there was recently a uh, I, I say recently, but I'm talking like 1980s. Um, <laughs> a ruins of a castle that was built in New Ross, and the they figured out where the front of the castle is, and the front of the castle pointed directly south, right towards Oak Island. Hmm. Oh, and wow. yeah, and it they, they they say that it's Templar that uh, it was Henry Sinclair, who is this was this Scottish um, guy who was a uh, who help the leftover Templars from when they were getting arrested and killed by the, uh, by the Pope and the King of France. Um, he helped these guys escape. And he came to the New World, basically to Nova Scotia at the time. And he, uh, he, they set up New Jerusalem in Nova Scotia and in the area of New Ross was supposed to be the new Jerusalem. And Jeez. so it just that 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 it, it just makes too much sense that it this is Templar, it's Henry Sinclair. Um it's because it, all the remains around Oak Island are set up how the Templars built things, how Henry Sinclair, who followed the Templars blueprints, built things. And that's I mean his castle there are ruins in Nova Scotia that are built like his castle in Scotland. And it just, it, there's too much of a coincidence for it not to be him or the Templars. So that's, that's why I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that this has something to do with the nice Templar. Huh. Have they tried like, Going through that, uh, going through the castle ruins there too, or no, or is that something the, that's the like problem kind of is with, the, with the new Ross ruins? 
it they're so worn down enough i mean it's just a couple bricks here and there you can just tell how it's set up because it has it the cornerstones are still there mm. and so you you can tell where the front of the castle was because it comes to a point in front um and that's that's just how they yeah it's weird the point points directly right at to uh uh oak island it's weird it's weird Hmm. The, just picture a this. square. Picture a square with a triangle at the bottom. That's what it looks like. That makes sense. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> no, it's like an arrow right there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Man. There there's so many different stories. There's so many different possibilities. Um definitely have to check out if you if you I tell you what, like this. I feel like when I when I hear this back, like I'm just gonna be like, man, we totally sold Oak Island, man. Like anybody should be able to listen to this. <laughs> totally pick up exactly where where you know where it's at, and just like get wrapped up in this as well too. Like definitely check it out. It's on Tuesday nights, um, eight central, so nine eastern. Uh, History Channel, definitely check it out for sure, for sure. Um, yes, it's amazing. It is February 27th, 2019. This is Beyond the Cube podcast. Um, so, um, Chipper, you know, we, we, we had Briz on uh, first day of spring training. On, I think that podcast actually came out on Valentine's Day. Um, you know, um, the one thing that w- when we had talked, when we were checking, like doing like the pre-stuff or whatever before, um, she gave um, a, a really good backdrop of the Ivy Boys, but it wasn't something that we put on the podcast. Um, Chipper, w- w- give us a little bit of history about the Ivy Boys. Okay, so the Ivy Boys were the brainchild of me and this other guy, Joel Fry. We both were on a website called the uh, uh, MLB Mayhem at the time. We were writing for them. Uh, just doing coverage of Major League Baseball, and they asked if we want, you know, if we needed to, if we wanted to do a podcast. Um, I said yes right away, and I, uh, it, it kind of grew from there. I was doing it with this other guy; I don't even remember his name. It didn't matter. <laughs> uh, wasn't that good at it, and uh, so I took the reins, um, and I started the Six Four Three podcast, and. I got, did a few episodes by myself, and I decided I needed a co-host. And so the search began. I was looking for my co-host. And this, this all is happening um, in October, the beginning of October of 2016. Oh, man. Right? And yeah. so I'm looking for a co-host, and Joel throws his hat at And Joel's a Cubs fan. And so he comes on, and I... I the guy I had before the guest host I had before the week before Joel came on I was pretty sure I was going to choose him and then mm-hmm. I recorded with Joel and it was over mm-hmm. uh, it was just it was just I mean he was a Cubs fan it was chemistry right away it was great um, so we started going around I think one of I think our second or third episode was the uh, World Series podcast the World nice. Series episode and it was it was amazing. It was amazing. It was a guy that I did not know, and him and I sat there and talked about the Cubs winning the World Series 
like we had been friends all our lives. <laughs> and so it just grew from there. And then we wanted to take it to the next level. The guys at the website did not. So we went on our own and we had to come up with a name and we were throwing some ideas out. And then my lovely wife uh, decided, said, well, what about the Ivy boys? That is the greatest name ever for a <laughs> podcast and website. And that's, and that's where it was born. And him and I rode with it for a while. He was doing the site. Um, I was editing everything by myself. I was writing everything for the, uh, the you know, blurb of the episodes by myself. He would do blogs. It was, it was going great, and we wanted to get somebody else involved, and we put it out there that we were looking for. Actually, we were looking only for somebody to do blogs, not even be a host with us on the podcast. We were just looking to expand the website with blogs, and I posted it on here on one of the uh, Cub fans in St. Louis uh, Facebook pages, and I had a couple hits, and one of them was uh, Briz who at the time, of course, was Andy. And she um, she loved the idea. Uh, we, we brought her on to do a blog. We asked for, I think, a sample piece. Uh, it was, of course, if you've read anything by Briz, you would know oh, yeah. that a sample piece was absolutely amazing. And <laughs> she joined us. And yeah, at the, at the time, she was just a blogger for the Ivy Boys. And so time went on and we would bring her on every once in a while to, you know, come and guest host on the podcast. And then Joel emails us and says, well, I just talked to ESPN Des Moines.com or ESPN Des Moines, 1320 AM. And they're interested in the podcast. (laughs) Well, that got us excited. And so we, um, when we transitioned over to ESPN, uh, Briz came on full-time as a host, as a co-host. So there was three of us doing the podcast at the time. Everything was going great. We were able to record a show every single week. Um, and then out of nowhere, Joel decided that he was going to leave the podcast. He wanted to venture off and go do other things in his life. He was too busy, which is great. We understand that. We understood that completely. We knew... He had other things that he was passionately following and that did not involve the Cubs or uh, the podcast, which is fine. And we still had me and Briz, and that's where we are now. I mean, we left ESPN um, last year in July. Um, Mm -hmm. It was just getting hard for us to do an episode every week, which was the commitment. Um, But we we left them, and we, uh, we didn't look back from there. The crazy thing is, you know, when we first got on with ESPN Des Moines, we were still trying to find ourselves. And after we left, we could have gone one or two ways. And we decided to go the way we are now. And uh, we've we've kind of taken off. Uh, more and more people are, you know, following us on Twitter. And Bob, and have a lot to thank you for you on that one uh, because you know in you Vince also you guys um, I mean we we could not be what we are now without you two it's simple as that and I cannot this has gone the Ivy Boys has gone to a whole new level that I never thought it would go to 
And I can honestly say it's because of you two. Man, awesome. well, thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's no, awesome. Sure. Yeah. Not to get sentimental or anything. I need a beer now or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, it's, it's kind of weird how it's like, I don't know, I, I definitely have that kind of ideal or that idea and feeling that uh, like creators kind of just find each other, you know? And it's yeah. like, like the people who just create, it's like, I mean, really like me and Bob talk about this all the time. It's like, we just can't stop. It's like, there's always something more that we can be doing. And we always kind of like, it's like, well, let's try this. It's like, let's try this. And so, yeah, that's kind of uh, really how we've ended up here. It's like, we've kind of taken, man, kind of taken uh, notes on, you know, what you and Briz have done. And it's kind oh, of yeah, like, all right, sure. it's like, let's see. It's like, can we apply this to, you know, what we're doing too? So, I mean, no, it's definitely, uh, even though, even though we haven't like technically working, worked together, you know, it seems like we have like worked together. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like, you know, you called me the, you said, you know, I'm, I am the Ivy boy. I mean, you guys are just as much Ivy boys as I am. You guys are part of the Ivy boys. There's not just... Me and Briz, there's the four of us. It's it's you guys, me and Briz. That's that's the Ivy Boys to me. That's because, awesome. I mean, I there's no way that I would ever be able to figure out how to get on iTunes. There's no way I could figure out how to get on Spotify and all that stuff without you guys. There's no way I could design a website like you, Bob. There's no way I could do what you do, Vince. I I, I tried doing <laughs> that and it just it was harder than I thought it was. And yeah, yeah. We've we've definitely team. found our uh, we've definitely found our niches here, you know. Because yeah, I mean, like Bob has taken off with the graphics, taken off with the website stuff. It's like when it came to uh, really, yeah, looking for like how to do the podcast. It's like I know I did some research. It's like all right, it's like what's going to be the best method? It's like do we need to be in the same room? Can we just record like at our homes? It's like. And then just even trying to figure out what's the best way for audio. And then even beyond that, it's like, okay, now how do you promote it? It's like, how do you apply for this? How do you apply for that? So, yeah. which reminds me, I actually have to go ahead and see what, uh, why iHeartRadio hasn't picked us up yet. But, um, hey, what's okay. up with that? Yeah. We got- Whoa, what's going on with that? Come on. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. I, think I applied for that like forever ago. Part of iHeartRadio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. I... <laughs> Wait a minute. This is news to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they, I know. I've I've applied for like man every everything that I could find. I basically applied to, and a lot of the stuff like uh, Apple, like the iTunes, came back like right away. It's like Spotify. Spotify came back right away, like the day later. Like if iTunes took like three days to approve it, it's like Spotify was like, it's like you submitted it. It's like, all right, you're accepted. Cool. (laughs) Well, that was easy. Right. I know, right? (laughs) See, so it's funny. So yeah, so Chipper, when you were asking me, you know, how do we get on iTunes? Like originally thinking about that, about this time last year um, was when we were really, really, really like, how do we get on iTunes? Little do we know, all we had to do was just say, Vince, hey, just ask iTunes. Hey, can we can we be on iTunes? And that that's pretty much it. That's what you got to do. <laughs> that was it. Obviously, that was, that was it. Gotta ask. 
No, yeah, there was there was a many there were there was a few settings that you had to do, but it was like it's like all right, it's like let me Google this, and it's like Google it. It's like oh, I think I can follow these instructions. And uh, no, sure enough, we have uh, yeah, we have the Ivy Boys there. We have Beyond the Cube on iTunes. Like, uh, man, we're yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Fun. It's it's yeah. you know, and, and just I also want to say too, Chipper, to you and and also Briz. I don't know, I I don't know if I really had a chance to tell Briz or, or not. Um, so Briz, I hope you're listening. Um, but yeah, um, it's it's funny because um, I never really thought that you know when me and Vince started talking about the possibility of doing a podcast, like I was, I, I typically am totally cool. Like being the behind the scenes dude, like I don't, it's no big deal. You know, I'd never really like, and even when me and Vince started discussing like the possibility of, of actually doing the podcast and stuff, like I was like, Oh man, like who's going to talk <laughs> the most? Like, is it like Vince, do you want to <laughs> like, I'm totally cool. Like I, if, if I just need to kind of hang out and just, you know, pipe in here and there, I'm cool with that. Like it's, it's been, but I would say, like, and I think a lot of people that know me and Vince personally can probably attest to it that, like, the how we are on the podcast is exactly how we are in person. So it's it's literally just like me and Vince pretty much just hanging out, <laughs> basically is 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 what the podcast is. And uh, um, but um, but no, seriously, like like definitely you guys, like I I uh, um I I didn't this this is hard. <laughs> it's it's not easy to do. <laughs> Um, and you guys, you guys are awesome at it. Like you guys are just truly like, I, I really like, especially the most recent episode that you guys have out the whole opening, the cold opening was sick. You know, I, mm-hmm. you know, yep. typically your flow openings don't go that way. Um, I really dig what you guys incorporated it. And, and honestly, like in the most recent episode, like I could just feel like the, um, the excitement was there like and and like it, it, it was great too because like you know we me, me and Vince get used to like listening to you guys so the fact that that we are now picking back up w- w- with the uh, baseball season and stuff like and, and just kind of getting back to that routine like dude like it, it's I'm I'm so happy and excited for it man like like seriously so so once again like I I just appreciate you guys letting us help out and and just uh you know we definitely wouldn't be doing this without you guys you know definitely without you guys for sure yeah, I appreciate the kind words. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Last week's episode, I don't know, that cold opening, I had a different one planned, um, but it was going to be for the week before and because there was news that the Red Sox were shopping one of their backup catchers for pitching rotation depth, and I had it all planned where I was going to do the phone call to Dave Dem- uh, Dombrowski of the mm. Red Sox and was saying – and I was offering him Tyler Chatwood for one of his backup <laughs> catchers. And <laughs> I had said something like, you know, can I offer you a guy who has the potential to be a huge bounce back season? But this past season, he walked pretty much everybody that he faced. And I think he even <laughs> walked the bat boy twice in one game. And, and then it went to the hang up, you know, the dial tone. And yeah. that was and did you catch the little kid in the opening saying it's not going to happen? It just doesn't yes. happen. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. A side note on that. I didn't cover this in the last podcast for the Ivy boys. Um, there was a clip the day that Manny Machado signed with the Padres. 
this beat writer for the Yankees was at spring training and he was telling this huge group, I think I retweeted it on the Ivy Boys Twitter page. Uh, he was telling this huge group of Yankee fans that Machado signed with the Padres. And, you know, they started booing and this kid chimed <laughs> in saying, good, I didn't want Machado anyways. And the guy goes, why not? He goes, because, you know, he's on the, you know, he's – I don't want Betts. I don't want um, Donaldson. I don't want uh, Bogarts. Um, you know, it, that's like taking Tom Brady from the Patriots <laughs> and putting him on the Dolphins. It just doesn't happen. And this kid was so passionate about this. It was a little <laughs> tiny New York accent. And I've decided this kid is my hero now. Just on this like 30 <laughs> second clip. Like I said, I, I'm pretty sure I retweeted it. It's on my uh, on the Ivy Boys Twitter page. So I, you have to check that clip out. It is absolutely amazing. <laughs> so yeah, so Chipper, so tell us, give us the rundown. How can uh, how can our listeners find you guys and and uh, definitely <laughs> let them know what they should be expecting. Let's see. Should I get my my notes out for the show and just do my my closing? <laughs> okay, I will. There it is. Uh, Let's hear it. <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter at the Ivy Boys. Follow me on Twitter at Chipper Strike Three. Wait, at Chipper Ooh. Strike Three. Wait, hang on, hang on. I'm yep, okay, okay. You're ready. You can't do this right now. All right, let's start <laughs> over. Follow us on Twitter at the Ivy Boys. Follow me on Twitter at Chipper Strike Three. Just the number three. Follow uh, Briz on Twitter at Briz underscore Blue. Follow us on Facebook at the Ivy Boys. Um, also, go to the website IvyBoys.com. Uh, and oh, there's oh, I Briz is gonna hate me that I forgot to mention it, but but <laughs> I said in the last episode, the only time she tweets from this Twitter page is because <laughs> I remind her to follow the show on Twitter at Chipper and Briz. Again, the last tweet from at Chipper and Briz was probably about a week ago. Briz, you know, I love you, I know you're listening. <laughs> If that's not motivation, Briz. <laughs> oh boy. Right on, right on. Well, awesome. So yeah, so let's let's go ahead and wrap her up, man. Um Tipper, got uh, let's let's go ahead and, and you got any final thoughts? Um if you if you guys if anybody listening here is interested in Oak Island, um like really like me talking about it for whatever reason has intrigued you about it. I highly recommend not only the TV show, but do yourself a service and find books about Oak Island, find books about the Knights Templar. I'm reading in the middle of one right now called the Knights Templar in the new world by William F. Mann. And it's about how Henry Sinclair brought the grail to the new world. I highly, highly recommend this book for anybody who just even wants to start off trying to find out the cur- you know, what is going on in Nova Scotia. This is a great starter book. There's also a new book out, The Curse of Oak Island. It's by uh, Randall something. Name slipped my mind. Mm-hmm. Check that out also. That, that, will, that will give you also the history that you need to really, really dive into the Oak Island. Also, Check out the podcast. You know, I ha- you know, you have to. It's Absolutely. awesome. So, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Vincent, 
Any final thoughts, sir? Oh man, my my final thought, of course. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you guys for joining this week too. Like it's been awesome, like talking to you and kind of like learning more about uh, Oak Island. Uh, this is definitely a lot of stuff that, um, yeah, that I guess we we haven't really gone that in depth with it before, like on the walks, you know. But um, otherwise, a uh, big announcement too. Uh, we will have a Patreon page uh, as of the first of the month, which is probably going to be like what two days away from when we release this. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The the biggest, really, the biggest part of that is I think it's going to be the uh, t-shirts. Um, there's going to be a twenty dollar level, which is kind of like a discount from like if you were to buy like a shirt alone. Like, uh, yeah, twenty dollars. It's like you get to hear like like as soon as we're done with this episode. Uh, well, you won't hear this one, but future episodes. <laughs> like as soon as future ones are done being recorded, uh, I typically throw them up on my Google Drive. Uh, that's going to be shared on there as well as like the stuff that I write. Um, not so much like uh, blog posts, but kind of just stories that I'm working on, or even like maybe even chapters of like future books, possibly. Uh, yeah, the artwork that Bob's working on, uh, just a lot of cool perks on there and a lot of cool ideas, uh, for the goals that we have on that page. But, um, no, you should be able to check that out, uh, when this releases at, uh, www.patreon.com, uh, slash beyond the cube is where we're going to be at. So um, we're going to have links everywhere. It's like, of course, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Beyond the Cube podcast. And yeah, if you have any questions or anything, you can always email us at uh, beyondthecubepodcast at gmail.com. But uh, no, thank you guys for everything. Uh, This is, yeah, it's been amazing. So (laughs) how about yourself, Bob? Man, yeah. So uh, my final thought, I'm just, uh, dude, I've, so excited to get into the office tomorrow. See everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Just uh, thank everybody for listening. Um, Chipper, appreciate you. Thank you so much for everything. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Um, it's super awesome to hear your takes on on uh, Oak Island because, uh, you know, I feel like an amateur because uh, I, I don't uh, really like to read. And it sounds like <laughs> I totally should. Vince tells me kind of <laughs> frequently that maybe I should as well, too. I might have to kind of get hip to that reading thing. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I yeah, might be getting into this uh, too, man. With these books that uh, that Chipper has recommended, like I might have to be uh, checking these out. So, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome stuff. Well, once again, I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, you know, thank you. Check out the Ivy Boys at uh, theivyboys.com. You know, you can find us at beyondthecubepodcast.com. Once again, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Vince, you do the Instagram, I don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's all I got to say. I can't wait to hear Josiah with the song. Yep, thank Great, you. Get out of here. Go on and go. Okay, ready. What a time to be alive. I'm not kidding. It's the best in A15. Well, she says she don't like.